Welcome back to Become a Calm Mama. I'm your host, I'm Darlene Childress, and today I have something I've never done before. I invited a couple of moms who have taken the Emotionally Healthy Kids class this past year to tell us their story about their experience taking the class, why they signed up, what they learned, and how that class has impacted them. The two common things that stood out to me from both of these interviews was just how much confidence each of the moms had after taking the class. And I I always talk about that, like parent leadership and that confidence, that internal confidence that we want to have as moms. And just hearing the idea of confidence from their perspective was really just eye-opening for me to see just how important that is for any mom who is raising kids and feels a little bit like, what am I supposed to do here? And how do I handle this? And am I doing it right? And that kind of mind drama, it, it actually creates a fatigue, really. And, and then also makes it so that you don't feel clear and you can't show up the way you want to be. So I love that. And then um, the other thing that struck me was just how how much these moms felt that what they learned in this class was going to help their children long-term. And that is my vision and my goal for teaching parenting classes is to heal the next generation in advance, to give kids the tools that they need so they're emotionally healthy long-term. And since I can't you know, work with every child, I work with the families and I work with the parents and I give the parents the tools and they sort of transfer those tools to their children. So I loved hearing just how that's true and how inspiring and hopeful the moms feel after taking the class. So we're going to pop right in. The first interview is with Nicole, and then the second interview is with Kristen. And I think you're really going to enjoy the interviews. So let's get into it. You took the class in January, and I wanted to yeah invite you on to share kind of where you were before you took it how it was to take the class and then it's been a few months. So where, where are you? I'm totally happy to share this story. Cause I think, um, I landed in your inbox or in Darlin land, um, mostly because I felt like I was totally failing as a mom, um, felt like everything was just kind of out of hand. I wasn't showing up like, I think if I distilled it down, I wasn't showing up as the mom I want to be. And that was impacting everything. I mean, and and kind of part of what I learned in your class, there's other things impacting why I wasn't showing up as that mom I wanted to be. But yeah, it was kind of like a, felt like a triage reach out. And it happened to coincide with the start of your class. And I was like, okay, universe, I'm listening. Like, let's give this a try. And now here I am like coming up on a year later. I mean, it's been a a nine month journey. That irony does not escape me at all. (laughs) And yeah, I'm so grateful I bumped into it when I did and totally happy to share like the ways it's impacted how I'm showing up as a parent, how I'm showing up even as a partner uh, with Emerson's dad, with my husband. Um, Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Tell us, tell us, tell us. Just go. All right. Well, I think where my journey started was really feeling overwhelmed by kind of everything. Um, And it wasn't just some of what I was experiencing from my daughter's behavior and how she was showing up, but it was 
trying to run a business and trying to be a spouse and trying to still maintain friendships and take care of myself. Emerson at kind of her developmental stage at that point in time, I feel like really was starting to show just some behaviors we were kind of unprepared to handle. So it was kind of starting with bedtime and like some of the bedtime defiance. And then we were getting these much more robust kind of outbursts that were new for us anyway, like a lot more of that kind of, at the time, what I labeled as really like stubborn behavior or bad behavior, frustrating behavior. And I kind of showed up like with the attitude of like, darling, please tell me how to get my kid to behave. I think that's where we often start because our brain, before you take the class or exposed to this parenting mindset, it's like, if I could get my kid to behave, everything will change. Everything will be easier. And so we want to like focus on that external. Exactly. And uh, that was really kind of where it started. And it didn't last long because it has, that's not how you, how you help us learn. And really quickly, I was like reframing. It's not that she's a bad kid or a whole kid or a defiant kid. It's like, wow, like all the rest of us, she's having really big emotions And I think what was the most, one of the most pivotal points for me was like, you know what, I'm actually having really big emotions and I am not regulating and I am not dealing with my own stuff. So yeah, she's showing up just the way that she's going to show up. That's natural. That's normal. That's appropriate for her age. And like, oh crap, it's me. Like I'm the one that has to, that has to do the work. And it was both really challenging and really comforting to realize that because I went, it's not about controlling her behavior. It's my responses to her behavior. And as soon as we kind of like started to hook into that, it started to make everything easier. And then you do such a good job. And I think where the class was so critical for us is the specific tools, scripts, narratives, four steps, And they were easy for me to talk about with my husband along the way. And this is where if like, God, if I could give your class to every parent ever, I think we actually could change the world for generations. Yes. That's my goal. I'm not like blowing smoke up your skirt with that. I really mean that because it gave new light into generational things for both me and my husband, ways that we were showing up as parents that were just default and now we've been able to shift them and holy cow like that's brought so much more peace to our household and I will say the other big realization was like how much I was not taking good enough care of myself physically and emotionally and that was impacting my ability to get regulated stay regulated and then actually help my child through that as I have shifted a lot of that for myself, I'm showing up the way that I want to. And that's like chef's kiss, magical, exactly how I want to actually be as a mom. My heart is like swollen for how, I always think like as a coach, I'm your coach as the mom, but I really always feel like I'm the child's coach through you. Like it's this weird meta thing that I experience, And so my heart is just so full for your daughter, just how her whole trajectory is going to be different because 
of the way that you and your husband have shown up for her and helped her articulate her emotions. You're still holding her accountable and responsible, but not for the emotions, right? It's like, yeah, we all have to deal with our behavior and the impact of that. Giving her those tools to help her feelings. And like, as you learn, she learns. Oh, we all learn because I had to figure out real fast. There was a couple of times when I was like, oh my God, I can't even name my emotion. How do I expect my, how can I expect my five-year-old? Like, I've got to figure that out, not just for her, but for me. And it was kind of, it was really interesting because one of the like side things that has occurred isn't even directly related to Emerson necessarily, but with my husband and how I'm regulating myself and how I'm showing up or how I'm noticing and like trying to respond or track his emotional responses better. And so it's like, sure, you know, yes, definitely helping me show up better for my kid, but like impacting my marriage. And that wasn't something I expected. And I love, frankly, what that's doing for us and, and what that's going to do for my daughter for the rest of her life, how that's going to impact her. Yeah. Yeah. So, so beautiful. Sometimes I think about the model, the calm mama process is really a relationship model, right? Like, am I calm? Could do, and am I taking excellent care of myself on all levels, like emotionally and physically and tending to my own needs? That's my job, right? So if I'm w- expecting my kids to do that or my husband or my colleagues at work, then I'm in that codependent, like unhealthy place. I can't get good unless you help me get good. When we're okay, we're calm. And then we like look at our, whoever we're in a relationship with and we're like, what's going on with them? Are they okay? What do they need? What's their feelings? Are they activated? And approaching it from that place first. And then of course, we always need to still set limits and boundaries. Like you can be like to your husband, you can be really angry, but the way you're expressing that doesn't work for me right now. So I'm going to take a beat. But yeah. With kids, it's different, but I think the process itself is where it impacts all of our relationships, right? Like, and I love that healing totally. partnership. I know. I mean, I know this is like audio recording, but I've been like nodding my head like emphatically the whole time you're talking. And it's, I mean, part of my work is I work with really challenging team dynamics. So groups that are struggling to function optimally is, you know, a subset of my clients. And we'll do it there. Like I'll teach them the pause break. I'll teach them like, Hey, what are you experiencing right now? And they're like, we're good. We're good. And I'm like, well, let's, let's see if we can name a couple of it. And so it's amazing. But what that makes me think of is my kid will grow up not needing that part of it. She will grow up knowing how to do that because I've been able to do the work now to help her learn that. And it's, it's just really incredible because, you know, she'll have like a, what you call a big feeling cycle, which I would have called like a tantrum or a, you know, plenty of other colorful adjectives before. If I start feeling myself get activated, I'm like, Hey, mommy's got to step out for a minute because my body's not feeling right. And my emotions, I'm getting upset and I want to show up in a way that is best for you. I think when I go out and I do that and I regulate and then I come back in, it's not even magic. It's it's exactly the way you deliver it and you teach it. It's formulaic. Like it totally works. I come back in, we connect to her emotion, we figure out what we want to do with it. We write it out and then we're out of it. Whereas before, and I mean, 
hello podcast land how many times darlin called me out on this but like here i am like trying to emotionally and logically reason with a 5 year old or like or four at that point you know or lecture on bad behavior and like teaching and like none of that matters in that moment but it all matters later and that's what i think is so beautiful about your model is we have room for our emotions like as humans which we all are newsflash and then there are still also strong boundaries consequences when there needs to be lessons learned but with much greater impact than any of the yelling or lecturing or you know frustration or blowups were we're ever doing. And it's just, it's so beautiful how it's impacted our family. Makes me so happy. Yeah. I think about bedtime, like I always joke that bedtime is already the worst consequence that could happen to a child. Like it's the worst thing is currently happening. And then you're threatening to get them to go to bed, like future worst things, like you're not gonna have TV tomorrow, or I'm not gonna do whatever. And they're like not in the future at all. They don't care. And they're already so sad. And so when we have our like lecture threat, you know, situation, it, it doesn't even move the needle at all. And we're just doing it to try to like get them to go to bed or, and it's like, if we connect, oh, it's so hard to go to bed. Well, I'm going to come back and check on you. You know, I'm going to take a five minutes and come back. As long as you stay in bed, I'll come back in here. And you kind of like learn that model you can still have a consequence the next day if you need to or that moment you're describing is so everybody has that right where it's like right in the middle of the misbehavior we want to like tell them all the things that are bad about this behavior and what's going on and why they should stop and why we have the rule in the first place and it's so ineffective well and that that was the thing is like if it's not working why the heck am i doing it I'm literally wasting my energy. I'm upsetting her. The whole house is getting out of whack. And it's like, if there were a better way to do something, I want to do the better way. I just didn't have the tools. Right. I didn't have the not any of that in my toolbox. And now, you know, it's, God, it just feels so much better. There's so much more peace. And as a parent, I have so much more confidence because your, you really helped me hook into empathy for my child, which sounds like a horrible thing. Like I didn't have empathy for my kid, but it's like when you're in the heat of the moment and you're like, for the love of God, just go to bed. Like, please get ready for school, get your shoes on, go, you know, whatever the thing is. Um, Obviously mine's little. So, you know, we're kind of in those phases of the years, but it was like, you know, when I am feeling rushed, that's like my number one thing that I don't like. And then I was like, I do it to my kid all the time. So how could I even expect her to show up differently? If I would be responding exactly the way she was, if someone was doing that to me. And it's like so many of those aha moments. And now I'm like, okay, either what do we need to change so that we're not as rushed or how can I be there for her in a way that's like, yeah, I don't like this either. And it's what we've got to do. So let's get through it from that lens instead of this kind of command and control with all of these super unreasonable expectations about how kids should show up. You know, I mean, she had this really like cranky morning the other morning out of bed. I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those days. (laughs) Like you can tell. 
it wasn't what I wanted for the day. It was like one of the first days of fall break and we were going to go do stuff. And that's just not where she was. And I think before I took your class, that would have thrown me off and I would have been frustrated or resentful or, you know, all these other things. And you know what I did? I sat next to her on the couch and I'm like, seems like you're having kind of a crabby, cranky morning. Huh? And she was, she kind of nodded her head and she was like, yeah. And you could tell she looked like she was bracing to get in trouble. And I'm like, mommy has those days too. What would feel good? And like, I know, are you so proud of me right now? Yeah, I'm so proud of you. And I'm just so delighted by the like in- interaction, you know, it's, and I love that she was like bracing. And then when she just experiences all this compassion and just how much her cor- her cortisol lowers, right. And that's like the other neurochemicals are getting flooded. Like mommy oxytocin is the best. And like all of that yummy stuff is going on between the two of you. Yeah. Stress response from being in trouble sets your cortisol at a certain set point through life. And then you're bracing yourself kind of constantly. Like you're like, right. And so you're like, no, 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 we don't have to do that. You don't have to pump that cortisol right now without adrenaline or any of that, honey, you're fine. And it's like resetting her nervous system while it's developing. Oh, that's giving me chills. And it's rewiring mine. Mm -hmm. Because that means when she shows up in those big feeling cycles or however she's showing up, it doesn't have to trigger my cortisol either. I don't have to activate into that. So it's like forming hers, but it's rewiring mine. And this is what I mean about like generational change. Like this is why it's so beautiful and why I am like anybody and everybody, please take Darlene's classes because it's, it really is impacting, I think, um, future generations. I know. I don't think I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, my, my goal for her is for her to not need to take a class like yours when she grows up that, that I can do it and learn it and practice it well enough to like, like you said, like not even need that level of intervention that she just shows up and that's that's natural for her that's why that's why I call the class like emotionally healthy kids because it's like my dream and goal is that they grow up to be emotionally healthy adults and this is what we're doing in the real time like at four at five at eight at 12 yeah but you're like a emotional health ninja like I I signed up for the class and I was like this is to help this is about my kid this is and then I was like oh snap it's about me this is a lot like I got a lot to learn and that was like that ninja part there where I wasn't kind of expecting that because if you would have asked me I would have been like no I'm pretty I'm solid I've got good skills I do facilitations with this I you know work with one-on-one clients that sort of thing I learned so much about myself and that is what was such a beautiful and, and kind of unexpected part of the journey that I really see lasting in our family. So thank you for that. Well, you, you were a delight to have in the class and this conversation is super delightful. So I'm just grateful. Thank you for sharing your story and being willing to help other moms like who right now are feeling like they're okay, but if they want it to be better, right? It doesn't have to be desperate. It doesn't have to be the worst scenario ever. Like it could just be just not what you wanted. And and then you could take this class and then maybe get it. Like, you know, go to on the other side and be like, oh no, we do have the family that I wanted and the peace and the ease and the joy. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I love that conversation with Nicole Lance. And now I'm going to introduce Kristen LaFontaine. So let's get into the next interview. Yeah, you can introduce yourself and then kind of just start with like a little bit about your family and what drew you to the class. And then we'll just go from there. So welcome. Thanks again for having me. And uh, yeah, so I'm Kristen LaFontaine and I am a mom of five. My oldest is 11 and my youngest just turned seven yesterday. So I had five kids in five years, um, set of twins in there. I also own small businesses. So I have five locations of preschools or childcare centers, couple childcare centers, couple preschools. Some of them are nature schools and a private school that I started with my husband and they've grown and we're continuing to grow. So I like to think we've grown our family and our businesses. And then through that, now I coach small business owners um, on the side as well, which is how yeah, and interesting because you're like a professional childcare provider, right? You work with preschool, preschoolers and the, you know, educators of preschoolers, and then you've had five preschoolers. And then now you have five elementary schoolers. One just joined, just started middle school. So you're like in the world of all of it. And, and then you took the emotionally healthy kids class. So I'm curious, like what drew you to it? You know, I've known you for a few years now and I've been on the periphery of your work. I've seen you and then just knowing who you are, like I just resonate so much with like your perspective on the world and the way you see kids. And in some ways, I'm an advocate for children and early childhood education. And then you, of course, just knowing you, you are such an advocate for children and their experience in the world. And so you work with their parents. For me, I don't feel like parenting comes easy for me or like even being with children. Like I have always kind of struggled with being able to like get them, especially those early years. And Mm -hmm. so I spent a lot of years being really frustrated as a mom and really, really overwhelmed. I mean, not just because of how many little ones I had all at once, but just, I don't know, maybe the way my brain works or the way I was raised just always kind of struggled with that. And so, um, yeah, as my oldest started to go into middle school this summer, I started to kind of freak out thinking that, oh my gosh, like I've maybe I've been losing time or like I've spent so much energy on the businesses and just kind of getting by as a parent. I just want to do better by them. So your class is perfect because it's, you know, I'm busy. It was six weeks one-on-one in a small group where I get to learn how you, you know, teach about, you know, calm, connect, Mm -hmm. limit, set, correct (laughs) and process. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was just so, so like, you know, when you learn from a teacher and you're like, it's like, it just clicks. Like you, you are really good at teaching what I take as like complicated parenting concepts and like drill it down in a way that's like really simple easy to understand and really easy to apply. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. sometimes it gets, it can, parenting feels like really complicated because I I do think it is complicated in that you're in a relationship with another person who has an emotional life and their whole whole experience. Mm -hmm. And in any other relationship in your life, you're not also responsible for teaching them how to be in the world. Like 
you know, how to behave. Like it's not really our responsibility in any other relationship. Maybe if you're a teacher, but it's only to behave in your classroom. And so as a parent, I think it gets really confusing. Like, yes, you're sad, but you can't hit your brother or, you know, like it's, yes, you're, you're worried about, you know, you're disappointed. We're not going to get ice cream today, but that doesn't mean you can just scream the whole drive from the park and how to balance those two. So that's what I like about teaching parenting is like articulating the complication, like why Mm -hmm. it is so hard, you know, and then bringing it together. So I'm glad that you felt that when you took the class and learned the concepts, because it's like, I'm teaching you how to be in a relationship with your kid and help them be in a relationship with themselves through connection, but then also still have limits and consequences and, and all, but not, not be mean and mad. Yeah. It's so hard for me to marry those two. Like how mm-hmm. gentle can you be? But also like it's pandemonium in my house sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, with five and I've just learned so much from me on how to balance and for me to be calmer and have more structure. Yeah. Smooth routines in our home and transitions. Yeah. What's the difference that you've noticed? Cause you took the class maybe it's been six weeks since it ended possibly. And so you were in it for six weeks and then it's been, so it's pretty fresh still. And um, so I'm just curious like what it's been like after taking it or while you were in it and yeah, just share your experience a little bit. Sure. Well, first of all, I think you create a really safe space and that's always been a hard thing for me too, because I've always been felt like kind of a fraud, like, Oh no, I'm the person who owns preschools <laughs> and I'm like working with kids and I'm like losing my mind and home with my own children. And I'm like, Oh, you just feel, I've felt a lot of guilt and shame for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's always been hard for me to overcome that and even feel safe enough to like show up in a class or something like that. So that's a big thing for me. My ability to just feel more connected to my kids has improved. And I, I think too, I feel more confident. Whereas before I felt a lot of like confusion of like, am I doing this right? Like, is this even working? Whereas now it feels like very clear, like, okay, I just need to, I don't know, calm myself down a little bit more or focus on connecting and then everything just gets better. And so I'm just, just, it feels simpler and easier in my home. That's so, yeah. amazing. And now I'm taking your middle school class because um, that's a whole new thing for yes. me. So <laughs> trying to connect yeah. with an 11 year old who's just rolling her eyes and stomping away most of the time. Yes. Yes. Working through her big feelings in yeah. her own way. It's so different how when they get a little older, it might, is, isn't maybe so much like running away and screaming and kind of tantruming right underneath your feet. And like in showing all their big feelings in their body, it becomes so much more, I always say like it moves from their body to their mouth, to their eyes. So like mm-hmm. when you have like zero to six, they, they show all their big feelings in their body. And then six to 12, it's all in their mouth. It's like, <laughs> And then like 12 and up, it's just silence and rolled eyes and walk away. Yeah. Oh, that's you, so true. Yeah. You almost wish you could have a tantrum again in some ways when, cause you're like, well, at least we're talking about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. I'm curious, like, uh, sometimes I notice that when I, when I talk about the class, like the, the four parts, maybe it feels like it's so 
convoluted and complicated and the class is going to be complicated. And then you've said like, it was really simple and accessible and easy to learn. And I'm, I'm wondering if you could just talk about the process of it a little bit. I'm I would have to say, since it was like I was fresh learning your process, mm -hmm. it was, I suppose, during the six week, it did, you know, you, you take that whole six weeks to kind of get it, like really see it. But all through it, I felt like I was able to take pieces and apply it and just start practicing it. And then um, you have it in a small group format. So, you know, there's some other parents in there that you get to learn from. So whether they bring you know, a situation, then you're like, oh, okay, got it. That's like, you kind of learn deeper how to connect or how to set limits that makes sense. And so it's helpful to hear from other people as well to kind of start to apply it. So I felt like by the end of the six weeks, I was like, okay, I think I get it. It still feels like I'm learning how to ride a bike a little bit, but mm -hmm. I like know where to go for answers and the support you get from you is so, so amazing. Like I've emailed yeah. you, I've written in your Facebook group, I've set up, uh -huh. you know, a call. I know that I have resources that I could go to, you know, in your, in the group. And, um, I'm always going back to the workbook mm -hmm. and, um, referencing that it's just like a gold mine, mm -hmm. um, while staying simple. So I, I liked, um, I liked that small group aspect mm -hmm. of it and learning from other people and with being in like a safe place to learn with each other. Yeah, that's so true. I kind of feel that it does take a few weeks after you learn the concepts to kind of allow all of it to come in because you're really learning a whole new parenting philosophy and approach and regulating your own nervous system. I do believe that in six weeks, you get that foundation and it is why I have the additional six months of support because I want you to be practicing what you've learned and continuing to problem solve and troubleshoot with me. And so I wondered if you could share a little bit about like that support, what that's been like, um, you know, what this, like in your, I'd like you to share, like, what are the resources that you tap into and, and how do you use them? Yeah. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, I mean, I was able to write into the Facebook group. I have no problem being, as long as it's like a safe place, like sharing things that are happening for me. I think it can be valuable to hear from other people like, oh, I'm not alone. For so many years as a parent, I felt really alone and isolated. Mm -hmm. Like I would ask people like, do your kids like rip up furniture or do your kids like tear up your walls or do they, do you like are you afraid they're going to run away? You know, like, can you take them places? And they'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, <laughs> they nap and they're fine. And I'm like, I just feel like I'm dying inside. I'm all alone. So I value being a part of a small safe place. Um, so whether it's like in this group, small group live, you know, or like in a Facebook group. So, I mean, I've used that and I wrote into you and, and then also I've seen other people write in, um, and ask about like TV time during dinner or, um, other things going on. And I'm like, I'll read those comments or your feedback. And it's so helpful for me too, to make decisions for my family and, and see how to use those tools and, and think through it. Um, so I've used that and, um, you helped so much with that. That was when my six-year-old was running away, which he hasn't since we we've like solved that problem. In fact, the other day he got it, he 
um, Darlin recommended um, for him, like getting a little special place, you know, we're seven people in a little three bedroom house. And so he has like a little tent that he has. And the other day he like got it out and he was like, it was like on his bed and he was like in the tent on his bed. And I was like, oh, I'm so so glad you're in your special space. And he was just, just there. So he hasn't run, run away since. Um, and then I've booked uh, private uh, mini calls with you to just talk through, uh, gosh, maybe all of my kids by now, I don't know, three mm -hmm. or four of them, I don't remember, but you know, there's usually something going on. You know, I have kids with sensory issues, you know, they've been through speech therapy. They, um, you know, maybe have other diagnoses that I don't know about that we're kind of exploring. And so um, just being able to support their challenges with somebody. Whereas I feel like if I'm talking to my friends or my husband, then I'm, we're like, I don't know, the the blind leading the blind sometimes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. we're just like, I heard this on Facebook or, you know, it's, it's <laughs> not necessarily like helpful or useful information. Um, yeah. When it's a lot of different voices and a lot of different opinions and trying to bring all that together. I always say like, you don't have to read all the parenting books. I've read them. So you can read them if you want, but we, you could just take my entire brain and we'll apply it to your one situation. And I do yeah. love those private. So you get to book those 15 minute calls once a week. And, you know, have you had trouble getting into those calls? Like, no, I'm it's like shockingly accessible and so amazing. And I'm like, OK, every almost every week I'm booking something with you. And it is I feel like the things that used to take forever to solve in my life or they would just literally my kids would just grow out of it. So, I mean, that could be six, eight, 12 months where I'm just like, this thing is like really bothering me that this one kid is doing and then you just kind of deal with it. Now I'm like, I have a strategy. I have a plan. I have somebody, a resource that I can go to. I'm just like, I feel like I won the jackpot really, mm. literally. I'm like, I cracked the code and mm. I spent so many years just being frustrated and confused and really stressed out. And, um, I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser and realized like, no, find your teacher and mm -hmm. use those tools and mm -hmm. just make it simple. And, um, so yeah, this is a really, has been really wonderful. So, and then I've emailed you about mm -hmm. something oh, yes, that right. we're working through and that's been wonderful. Also, maybe longer things that I'm dealing mm -hmm. with. Um, yeah. And I mean, I know you have resources on <laughs> online, um, yeah, whole classes. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. and I really haven't had to access those yet, but I know they're available if I need it. I've really been just referencing the workbook and just picking out pieces, you know, and you learn something new. It is, like you said, like a little, it takes time to kind of integrate it and synthesize it and make it like apply it to your life. So I just feel like I'm slowly getting little pieces of it. Mm -hmm. um, the next aspect for me is, I guess with each kid is a little bit different, but just working on those limits, um, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the correction piece, um, yeah, a little bit better. I'm like, oh, I have a plan. Like I know where to go next rather than just, yeah, I think there's just a lot of confusion. Mm -hmm. That's how right I felt too. With each just, kid? Yeah. And I, I, like, I find that the Kamama process, at least for me, is like, it's just these, this broad outline of how to manage any situation. I'm like, okay, first, am I calm? Like, have I, am I like activated for any reason? Am I afraid? Am I stressed? Am I angry? I want to get to that place. And that's such a foundational part of the class that for some of us, we need to just work there for a while 
it's like, you can learn a lot of great parenting tools, but then if you are overwhelmed, you can't remember them. Yeah. And so that calm piece, and then it's like, well, have I connected? Have I considered how it's going for my kid? Like from their perspective, what the heck is going on over there? Instead mm -hmm. of just going behavior first, it's like it from the inside out, like what is happening in, internally that's driving their behavior. And then I, okay, well, do I need a limit? Did they mess up? Do they need to like make repair? I kind of feel like in any behavior, any situation from the time Lincoln was four till he's 19, I've worked through that same process and the limit is different. And the way I connect is different and yeah. the consequences are different, but the big picture of like how to do it is always there. And that's what I, I feel like you're saying, like, you've kind of got this like understanding of how to parent and then kind of the internal, what actual limits you need to say, or um, what consequences actually need to happen. Those are going to come as you practice and figure yeah. it out, knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really like how you teach um, calm. I remember several years ago, I bought a couple parenting books and they talked a lot about like, you can't do anything unless you're calm. And it made me really angry. And I don't know whether mm -hmm. I didn't, um, it wasn't really clear, like how self-compassion comes into that or if I didn't get it, I'm not really sure if I, maybe I wasn't ready for that, but I feel like you're the way you teach it is so compassionate and like understanding of moms and how angry and frustrating, you know, that's normal and it's okay. And, um, and then also ways to calm yourself down and just be compassionate with yourself and yet recognize like, this is just um, you know, the thoughts you're thinking or the way your body is reacting, like your nervous system and it makes sense. And I think that's so helpful. I definitely need that. Mm -hmm. I hadn't found that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so, I mean, it's, it's not my favorite part because I like all of the parts, but <laughs> to teach, but I feel it's the, once, once a person is able to really calm their nervous system and see behavior from a totally different lens and not think of it as a reflection of themselves or that something's wrong with their kid or something's wrong with them. Like seeing behavior as normal, it's an expression of feelings. All of that mindset really kind of frees the, the mother or the parent to, to show up with compassion towards the kids and clarity on like, okay, this is a skill gap or this is like, misunder whatever they need, the limit. I never liked any parenting program that was like, be calm, no tools. I, yeah, exactly. I feel <laughs> like that's what I was running up against. It would make me so mad. I'd be like, you try to be calm in this. Like what in the world? How, how, am, how am I supposed to do that? that that's how no I feel sense. about it's like, be calm and then no tools or, or like be compassionate, help your kids regulate, um, but no tools, set limits, yeah. no scripts, no tools. I was like, no, no, no. I want to figure it out. So that's why the, my program is pretty tool heavy. And I think that maybe it's like, how do I integrate these tools? But there is a how to in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. another um, thing that I was thinking about is that you have a lot of like practical, actionable, like tips and, and tools that I love, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. just like, okay, I'm going to try this next. I'm going to yeah. do this. I know what to do in this, in this moment, you know, like there's a plan rather mm -hmm. 
connect. Just a concept, just an idea, like go yeah. out and be, be, you know, I always feel like I'll say to moms, like we need, you know, or they hear, you have to validate your children's emotions. And then they're like, you're sad. <laughs> and then they have no idea what to do next. And it's like, right. that's how I felt. I felt like, okay, you need to set boundaries. And I'd be like, okay, tell me how. And they'd be like, just say, go brush your teeth. I'm like, that's not <laughs> enough information. Yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work, work for me. Yeah. So uh-huh. I just, uh, I do, I do, I am pretty um, strategy heavy. And I once had a coach who was like, I'll never give you a script. I'm never going to tell you how to say it or how to do it. It has to come from you. And maybe that's good for other parts of your life. But I was like, actually, no, I'm kind of script heavy. And I, I found that moms really like to have the words and then it becomes your own. You can you don't have to follow the script forever, but having the language to communicate is so helpful. So it's like, yeah, lots of scripts yeah. and to- step-by-steps and all that. Yeah, I agree. You gave me a script, I suppose, for one of my twins. And it was like, that was how I learned. I was like, oh, that's how I connect with her because you're like, this is what you could say. I was like, it just was like, it was so heavy. So I think it's just been working with you. A lot of those like little aha moments where each time it's like, I get more clarity. I feel more, I don't know, controls, like maybe the wrong word, but I do feel like more confident. Like empowered. Yeah. Co- yeah confident. More mm-hmm. empowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I recognize I can't control my kids, you know? Yeah. Um, but like leadership, I think of it sometimes like like who's the leader in our family? I think a lot of times we feel like, well, especially with five and you, it's like, I think they're in charge, right? And Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> They've been like running like everything and we're just like trying to keep them alive and, and sort of, yeah. yeah like continue. maybe get some food in their bellies and yeah, sleep and like get some hugs and yeah, there's a lot, but that is such a disempowered place to parent from. And so when we have us tools and a plan, it's so much easier. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I really appreciate you and what you're creating in the world. Well, thank you so much for being willing to share your story with all the moms on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the mamas who offered to share their stories and their experiences of taking the Emotionally Healthy Kids class this past year. And I want to take a second and invite you to sign up if you listen to Nicole's story or Kristen's story and you really felt connected to them and compelled by some of the things that they were saying and and you had those thoughts of like, oh, that's me or I want that or wow, I didn't realize it was so easy, then I invite you to go to www.callmamacoaching.com to my website and click on that programs tab and go right to the Emotionally Healthy Kids course and sign up. We start on October 12th. So if you're listening to this right when this episode comes out, we start next week on Thursday mornings. We're going to meet for about an hour every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And that would be 12 noon Eastern. And we have, we meet for six weeks as a group. We'll get to know each other. I go through the whole Calm Mama process. And while you're in that class, you get to check in with me using Google form and ask questions. And then after the class is over, you're invited to continue working with me for six months and getting those private 15 minute sessions that Kristen was talking about, getting getting the online resources and having the access to the community and all the other moms and all of that. So 
I just love this class. I think it's really a great way to get the foundations that you need in order to create that peaceful home that you deeply desire and to feel calm and confident in your own parenting. And you know, you know what to do to have a plan, to have a system, to have a parenting program that you feel really clear about. And that's easy to implement. You know, my invitation to you is to go to the website, sign up calmamacoaching.com and the class is $500 and that includes the six week course as well as the workbook that Kristen was talking about and the six months of additional support. So it's not just a six week class. You really do get six additional months working with me um, privately and in the group and getting all the access to the resources that you need in order to continue creating that peaceful home. Highly recommend it. Kristen recommends it. Nicole recommends it. All the moms have taken the class. Love it. And um, I'm just, yeah, would love to see you there. So if you love this podcast and you feel connected to me and you feel connected to, you know, other moms that are learning from me and you like all of this, then the next step for you is to take the Emotionally Healthy Kids class. All right. I am just wishing you the best week and hopefully I'll see you in the Emotionally Healthy Kids class next week.